I've struggled with mental illness in reference to being the hyper end of bipolar. What I've learned over the last couple of years is that you have to take care of yourself and that can be consistently a daily thing, a weekly thing, or it can be an hour to hour thing. Yeah, that's really a part of goal setting. You got a goal for your life that's maybe as, as heavy as, you know, getting out of an addiction. It could be uh, maybe something dealing with, I'm just, I'm just tired of using a credit card burying myself financially. One of the stories uh, you're going to hear a little bit later perhaps today is a lady that said, I got so tired of overdraft on my my uh, checkbook every month, I put it in my Bible. <laughs> like it's going to get healed there, I don't know. Uh, but with the reminder that uh, this was her goal to deal with that. Whatever it is you're facing, without a goal, you're going to wander. Without a goal, you're going to probably at least procrastinate on the next thing uh, in life. Life is short, and we want to have the kind of goals that matter. Dr. Randy here from Intentional Living. Welcome, Jennifer, Stephen, Gino, Facebook friends. Thank you for joining us again today as we talk about goals. And if you uh, are listening with, on Facebook, love to have you post your thoughts, share the program with others. Uh, our podcast, of course, is available every day as a result of the show, and we hope that'll uh, be a blessing. we got thousands of people who get subscribed to that, by the way. I, I seldom mention it. I should. But we have a podcast of the program that you can get with Intentional Living. Go to your favorite podcast spot and uh, put in Intentional Living and share with others. Would you do that? There's a mission. There's something, maybe someone you know that's struggling in life and could benefit from a show like this. Part two, yesterday we talked about this as well and uh, about the power of goal setting. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, the Apostle Paul is sort of the proof text on this thing of the importance of Christians having goals. And he says to us in Philippians chapter 3, he says, Forgetting those things which are behind, I choose to press toward the goal uh, that God has placed in my life to an upward call in Christ Jesus. And Paul says really four important things there. Future is more important than past. Direction over wandering. Purpose over pleasure. And God over self. And that's really what... Uh, goal setting is all about. Do you have a goal? Tell us what it is on our storyline at 888 right, want to hear the rest of Jessica's uh, call from uh, Michigan on her, her, her journey and her fighting. Go right ahead. I've struggled with mental illness in reference to being the hyper end of bipolar. Mm. And what I've learned over the last couple of years is that you have to take care of yourself and that can be consistently a daily thing, a weekly thing, or it can be an hour-to-hour -hour thing. And having the right tools, you can accomplish your goals. So getting the right kind of treatment, following through, right. being intentional right. with all of the resources available to help you, is that something you've done? Yes, mm. even to the point that I haven't worked and I'm in the process of uh, interviewing and potential of long-term employment. Well, because I have done what I've needed to get healthy and realize where those boundaries are at, of when to say no, of what I can and cannot do. Well, good for you, Jessica. We'll, we'll be praying for you for uh, increased success and in, in uh, your, your goals and your life, and that God will sustain you as you continue to trust Him every day. And I, I really you. do appreciate you calling today. But the biggest thing is keep fighting and speak for yourself because mm. you know ourselves the best. And mm. we have to keep fighting because mm. it does get better. Yeah. It is a, it's a daily decision. You know, when we set a goal, the, let's face it, any goal 
is only worth setting if it's going to take some effort to get there. I mean, to have a goal that I'm going to get out of bed in the morning. Some of us, if you really are physically disabled, that may be your goal. But for most of us, our goal should be to stretch beyond that. What am I going to do after I get out of bed today? What is it that God's going to place in my, my life? I, I wear this little wristband that says one thing on it. And it asks the question, what one thing will I do today that will bring glory to God, benefit to me by the end of the night, move me closer to some of the goals that I've set? If you set a goal, whatever it is, um, work on it every day for God's glory. Listen, if it if you're finding that your goal is not bringing you any satisfaction or pleasure, then you got to stop and ask yourself, how in the world did you get on this treadmill? Is this the right goal? Is this what God's really placed in your life? Or, or are you chasing after someone else's dream or goal that's been placed in your life? Um, and knowing what God places in your life, knowing who you are in Christ, because whatever it is that you have as a purpose in life, and in terms of your goal, might be a little different than someone else's. Knowing what that is and then pursuing it uh, for God's glory. And uh, that, that's, what's really, that's what's really powerful. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to the calls. Um, going to go to Susan. Susan in Arizona. Hi there. Welcome to the show today. How are you? Hey. Hi, Randy. Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing good, thanks. Go right hi. ahead. How does this relate so, to you? Yesterday. Yeah, so yesterday I was watching your show, and uh, listening to your show, <laughs> and um, I heard a man talking, and he really kind of tugged at my heart a little bit, and I was listening to his story, and he was talking about being um, that he had just attempted to um, unalive himself in March 27th yes. of this year, mm-hmm. and um, it just brought back a memory to me. Because on March 27th of this year, that is the exact date, um, but in 2019 that I did the same exact thing. I was not um, a drug addict, but I was self-harming, and I did attempt to not be here anymore, just like he did, on the same exact date, <laughs> uh-huh. and, um, but just three years prior to him. And um, so I just wanted to call the ministry today and say, huh. God is, is really good, and I have been self-harm-free, no, no self-harm, since that date, March 27th of 2019. And so I'd like to give, because you said, you said something, and it triggered me, and it said, you said, Randy, you said, hey, I know there's a Terry out there. March 27th, I know there's a Terry out there, mm. and that's me. I'm, my name's Susan, but I'm a Terry, and I want to donate um, every month on behalf of this man and I want him to know that I support him and as a sister in Christ I'm very proud of him and it's a warrior um, status that it takes to stop you know to choose to stop hurting yourself with God's help and God is there for him and that there is a future and that's that's all I just want him to know that I don't I don't know where Terry is what state he lives in or anything but I'd like to donate on his behalf. Mm. I'd well, like to pledge thirty dollars a month every month. Well, thank you, Susan. That that is a real blessing, and I'll I'll, I'll let you talk to Stephen. He can uh, help you do do that. It's simple to get online, and we'll put that to work. And Terry, if you're listening there in Michigan uh, today, to know that uh, Susan is saying, "Hey, I'm a Terry too." And March twenty seventh. I don't know what your date is. It might not be March twenty seventh. Maybe it's today. 
Maybe you're going to write down today as the day that God did something miraculous in your life. And you look back, because right now it might look really dark and really bleak and really overwhelming and really impossible. It may not be an addiction. It may not be self-harm. It could be a marriage. It could be finance. It could be uh, areas of emotional challenge in your life or relational challenge or in your job. But you just really feel completely overwhelmed. And when we're at the bottom, God is faithful to reach out and help us out of the bottom. Now, that doesn't mean tomorrow you're going to be on the top of the hill. It's a journey. It's a daily journey. Most of us have gotten to where we are in life, one step at a time going down the hill or in the pit, and it's going to take step by step to make a change. But if you're feeling that today, we're talking about goals, right? Look up. It doesn't say that in the scripture. Look up. You know, where my strength comes in the mountains, there's a sense of upward looking. Throughout scripture, we see that vertical view. And so I encourage you today to look up and then find resources. I mean, we're here on the radio every day. We've got a lot of resources online and we do our conferences and things. And of course, the radio station, the reason we're on the air 24 hours a day is to provide you the kind of hope. Listen to the right stuff. Fill your mind and your heart with the right stuff. That's going to make the difference in your life. Okay, Susan, what a blessing. Thank you. Not only for your support, but even more important, I think, is for knowing that there's a lot of Terry's out there and Susan's out there today who needed to hear what you had to share. Thank you. 888-888-1717 is the number. 888-888-1717. Let me go to Ron. Uh, Hi there, Ron. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Randy. Appreciate your call. What about goals? What have you learned? Uh, oh, goals, uh, uh, Dr. Randy, uh, thanks for asking how I am. I forgot to ask how you are. I trust that you're well. God bless you and your radio program. I I just wanted to mention uh, how goals late in life can come upon a person, and God's laid on my heart to uh, at this stage in my life. I was born in 1959, um, and um, I, I have the goal of uh, establishing and building a renewal center for broken people. And, uh, oh. and quite, quite a few years back, my room at the time he was an he wasn't even an agnostic he was an atheist and he, he just flat out didn't believe in, in god christ or anything like it, of, of the bible and uh, and i i had been mentioned to him he knew my dream he was an accomplished book publisher man of academia and um uh he he, he i had mentioned that i was at one point in, at one day in time i was kind of feeling kind of discouraged and didn't know if i was going to be able to see my goal and t- telling him that uh, i was three quarters of the way uh of my life has been spent and i'm not spring chicken anymore and he he remarks to me well what about your your moses he was three quarters of the way dead when he rescued the children his children from egypt um yeah. and then and then um and, and i believe word god talks to me in words of confirmation and the ne- very next day i had talked to a police officer just uh uh the idle con- uh just a, a coincidental conversation that uh that i had with uh with him um in while he was in his, uh, his police vehicle and in uh and I, uh, I, I told him, please forgive me. I'm not good with names. What was your name again? As he, was, as he got a radio call, and uh, mm-hmm. he had to depart. And, and uh, he said, he said to me, just remember Aaron, Moses' brother, Aaron. And it was just one, one more word of confirmation of God was telling me, yeah, well, you're on the, you're on the right path. And, and, and age doesn't make a difference. Listen, uh, I had the opportunity to meet Colonel Sanders. 
Uh, he was a character. Uh, he started uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken at 65. You know, that's the time you put down your chicken, not pick it up, right? My dad and my mom were in their 50s, mid-50s, when they took the, the call to say, let's start a place to help underprivileged kids. And my brother and his wife, Larry and Sherry, came alongside and, and uh, founded the Youth Haven Ministries that we talk about in Michigan and Arizona. Um, I went back to school at 33, finished my degree, and then go on to get a master's and a doctorate. Um, I was like old by the time I finished. I don't, how old was I? I don't know. 40 something. It seemed like I was 40 or 42 or something. Uh, when I finished my doctorate. So listen, goals, age, you got what you got. You got 27,000 days plus or minus on the planet. Um, and so if you're not pursuing a goal, use the time you have, whatever days you have that you do them for God's glory. And like you said, Moses, we see, you know, uh, how he uh, took the goal that God placed in his life and pursued it for God's glory and the benefit, of course, of a whole people. We're talking about the power of setting goals. We'll have more on this in a moment. You're welcome to share your story at 888-888-1717. Hey, Ron, thanks for your call from Arizona. Appreciate it. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. I need to lose, oh, I think close to 100 pounds. I've lost a little over 100 pounds in the last year, but then I regained about 50. I um, just want to, like, talk less in school and everywhere and just be... Um, just be, I just respect everyone in my life. I'm uh, working on uh, uh, inviting more kids. I'm a bus captain at my church and, and to get more kids to come to church on Sunday. Well, it's, it's just uh, magically happened. started, I guess, Saturday. I've been procrastinating about writing a book. I'm going to retire in about a year and a half. And so I decided I'm going to try to write. I need to quit procrastinating. I'm very, very busy, and I have a lot of things, a lot of projects going on, and I tend to leave most things till the last minute. And then I have 12 things all to do at the last minute. We call that good intentions. There's, re- there's really the three things that we talk about in intentional living. One is obviously an intentional life, doing the next right thing. Not perfect. perfect. Come on, we're not perfect. Uh, but then we have good intentions. I plan to do that. You know, you know what your goal is, but you don't do it. You procrastinate. That creates frustration, regret, and uh, you know that mediocrity in life. But there's another group of you who are listening who struggle with the other thing, which is an unintentional life. You're busy. You got checklists. You're doing a lot of stuff, and you say, "Wow, look at all the things I've done." Maybe you're very successful. You might have a lot of money and houses and cars and all sorts of things. But when you go to bed at night, you kind of wonder: Is this really all there is? Is this all there is? There's a song like that, remember, in the old days? Is this all there is, right? Um, and, and it might be a quiet kind of unsettled feeling, and you feel weary. That's an unintentional life. But when you marry the kind of goal that God places in your life that has purpose, what do we say? Future over past, direction over wandering, purpose over pleasure, and God over self, with daily action, which you already have as a strength, Wow. Incredible things can happen in your life, in your marriage, your family. 
really can. All right, we got Marie on the line in Michigan. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What part of Michigan are you calling from today? I reside in Reed City, Michigan. I'm in between Cadillac and uh, Big Rapids. Listening to our 99.7 out of Midland. You know it. Fantastic. I what, last night, my radio just would not let you guys come in. So I said, okay, well, I'll just lay down and listen to another music and then try again. I laid there a few minutes. I said, no, this is working. I got to get my gospel channel back. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, you, you, you get the radio in the right position. There it is. It comes in. Yeah, I had to move it across the room to the dresser, and then run an extra extension, uh, extra antenna, and I got it propped up real high, and it comes in nicely. Yeah, some of now. you, some of you guys remember the, the young folks will remember the old days when we had uh, black and white TV with the with the uh, what rabbit ears. And I can remember yeah. I was a baby of the family. I can remember sometimes I'd stand there and I'd get it just right, and my brother said, "Okay, now just stay there." You know, I got hello. We used to do the same thing. <laughs> We used to do that. I'm, I'm a 60 baby. I was born in 64, and I was raised up like that. My so you, you know what it's like then. Hope All right, so. goal setting. Yeah. What, what have you learned? I learned one thing. You can't run from God. I'm here to tell you, when he's got his eyes fixed on you, he's going to get you. Mm-hmm. And I, I am one. Uh, 100%. I, I, I am just a traveler now in this world. I, I live strongly by Weary Traveler, the song. And um, last year, July, was when I completely surrendered to my Father God. Mm-hmm. And it, for a long time, I, I guess you could say I played with him. Um, you know, as the, the verse he says, if you if you're uh, you either be hot or cold, yeah. if you're warm, I'll spew you from my mouth. Right. I was the lukewarm one. I would go to church, play God, come out, leave it at the doorstep, go home, go back to my smoking cigarettes, go back to party at night, cussing and all that good stuff. And because of that, it triggered severe anxiety attacks, severe panic disorders. I checked out for lunch, as I call it, a couple of times, to where I could see me doing what I'm doing, but I had no control over the issue. <laughs> and they were feeding me pills. We'll try this. You know, it'll work. If it don't work, come back. I'll do this. And I'll do that. And the anxiety and panic disorders got bad. They got really bad. It was like I was struggling one after another. But I was still bullheaded. You know, I was still doing what I thought I could do, you know, and I'd be all right. Well, last July is when it all came to a head. I um, was struggling with anxiety, panic disorders. I guess you could say, and then the, the only thing I can word is I tried to commit suicide without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. And that's when God intervened. And how has your life been different I, since uh, then? Oh, brother, it is amazing. When when I finally said, okay, Father God, I can't do this no more. I need help. Please, Father God. Yeah. Please. He, praise God, he freed me from anxiety, panic disorders. Oh. I have been freed now one year. I don't take medication for it no more. Mm. I'm not on pills no more. He delivered me. He delivered me from cigarettes. I have been free now, praise God, for cigarettes for two years. 
and I was a smoker since I was 13, and I don't tell a lot of people, but I'm now 59. And uh, I was up to three packs of cigarettes a day. Huh. And and he freed me from cigarettes. He freed me from panic and anxiety. I completely committed myself over to him. I took y'all's challenge. And when I took that challenge and decided not to listen to anything else but gospel music, I don't want to listen to any of the other music. To me, the other music just isn't right. It changed your life. Yeah. that, that, that's what I completely submitted. I stopped listening, watching TV. The only thing I watch now is gospel shows and where I listen to my music. You guys play 24 seven in my bedroom constantly. I even leave it on for my dog when I leave. <laughs> I hope he's got a better attitude too. Hey, listen, you just said something really profound, Marie. What does the Bible tell us that we need to be renewed in the spirit of our minds? What we tell ourselves becomes who we are. And I know not every journey from panic attacks and anxiety and so on take that same path because I know some of you are followers of Christ, you love Christ, and you still wrestle with this and you need help. But God saw fit to touch Marie and to really heal her from that in her life, free to free her from it. But I will tell you this, without God in your life, without having the power of the Holy Spirit, it is a really uphill battle to deal with these things. And we're talking about setting goals. Her date was July. Terry yesterday was, uh, what was it, March 27th. I think we all should have a date down somewhere we circle and say, on that date, God did something miraculous in my life and I moved in in a new direction, set some new goals, new dream, new desire. Just like the Apostle Paul, the day he fell on that Damascus road, everything changed in his life. And of course, he talks about setting that goal for the upward call in Christ. That's what intentional living is all about. Wow. Thank you for that call. We got a break, don't we? Let's take it. We'll be right back. You know, we've mentioned communication is a key to having a healthy family, especially a stressed family. The question is what are the roadblocks to healthy communication in your family? If you're a blended family, that can that can come in lots of forms. It could be anger over a previous relationship that got broken through marriage. Maybe it's a child's expectation not being met. There are so many things that can come to play that create a roadblock in a relationship in in all situations. It can happen in the workplace. It happens between siblings. It happens between married couples. And it certainly can happen within a family. And so if we can identify the roadblocks that are holding us back and keeping us from having that kind of intimate talk that we need to have and deal with those roadblocks, then we can start to develop an intentional family. An intentional family. It's the lesson for this month of November, our master class from Intentional Living. Thank you, members. You get it automatically here mid, mid-month. Uh, for new members today, you join us, be a part of this journey, making an impact in people's lives. We'll make sure you receive it as well. Just go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com uh, to be a part uh, of the ministry. You can click donate or you can call during West Coast Business Hours, 888-888-1717 and press number two. Well, my husband and I really are trying to get our financial house in order. I put my checkbook in my Bible the other night 
and of course I'm overdrawn again at the end of the month and and I made an intention to not be overdrawn ever again. I want to uh, commit to a uh, walk with the Lord in business. I started off with that commitment years ago, but especially during this time where the economy is tanked, we have a tremendous impact. Well, I've been enlisted in the Army for two years, and it's kind of been going nowhere, so I decided to go to college at Iowa State and get my degree and be an officer. Hey, listen, setting goals that are worthwhile and pursuing them, there's a lot of freedom in doing that. And uh, that's what we've been talking about. By the way, if you missed the show yesterday, where were you? You shouldn't have. But if you did, uh, it was part one of what we're talking about today. We had some really powerful calls yesterday. And all of our shows are on podcast. You can find them wherever you get your podcast, Intentional Living, or through our website, of course. So we stream them there at the Intentional life.com. One of the things about setting goals, uh, I think is being able to, to have a purpose for doing that. And I love what, uh, what we hear when people say, Hey, I want to be focused on helping others. And I want to do that with excellence. Hi, my name is Eduardo. And I just wanted to take a moment to share that my way of being intentional is about leaving a legacy of excellence in everything that I do. I look at having a good, healthy balance between my personal life, my spiritual life, my professional life, but anyone that I come across, I truly want to be able to be a blessing to them. Uh, Having an opportunity to recycle my past and and some of the hardship that I've gone through to be able to give someone an advice or allowing God to use me so that he can speak to them and give them words of encouragement, I think it's a a great feeling, and uh, I certainly truly understand my purpose in life. And again, it's just allowing God to use me for His glory and finding that purpose and that priority and that passion for me has always been a foundation on how I go about not only sharing about my faith, but demonstrating about my faith. So, you know, I encourage all to find the priorities, the purpose and the passion as has been shared in your station, and I truly resonate with that, because when you do that, you go about life doing the things that not only you enjoy and get and you get gratification, but you also are doing the things that fulfill that purpose that God has in your life. So it, it's just an amazing feeling. So anyway, I just wanted to share my, my intentional living, and um, thank you. God bless. Thank you. You know, we have so many other stories. Stephen goes through all the comment line, and we get hundreds and hundreds and, frankly, thousands that have shared with us different things about living intentionally. And one of the things you'll notice, yesterday's show and today, did you notice that the people who have set a goal, even though they've been through really difficult things in life, have you noticed that the people who have set a goal and worked on it, they're upbeat, they're positive, they feel encouraged, uh, they feel more in control of their life, um, as opposed to those sometimes we talk to who frankly feel their life's out of control, they're in a pit, they're stuck, they're overwhelmed. Hey, where's that? What, what do you do when you're there? Set a goal. with Give your, your life to Christ. Set that goal for healing and health in your relationships and your life, and then get some help for yourself. That's what it is. And we're here as part of that process. I'm Dr. Randy for the Intentional Entire uh, Intentional Living Family. Thank you for joining us. Have a great rest of this day. And we'll see you next time.